Welcome to the inner room, a space where we ponder the inner movements of our heart to find God by finding examples and instructions in daily scripture readings. The emotions in our hearts can help us or hinder us in our spiritual journey. Open your heart, explore your emotions, and align thoughts and emotions with God's plans for you. When we learn to feel and align our emotions, we advance in our prayer life by loving more deeply, remaining in peace more often, and finding courage for the journey of life. My name is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and a big shout out to my son Marco Niño, producer of this podcast. Sit back or walk with us. You are most welcome here. Friends, today we see the figure of John the Baptist come as we, we walk into our Advent journey. We have him come out as the voice in the desert that we are so familiar as we await the Lord because he's the last prophet of the Bible, the precursor of others to come, telling the good news that includes you and me. In Luke chapter 3, we find from this great writer that would have taken stories from Mary and from Paul and from the apostles. Luke is the physician, and so he's careful in his recording. He tells us the whole history of Jesus's arrival. He tells us the historical context. He tells us in the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar. He tells us that Pontius Pilate is governor of Judea. He tells us that Herod is tetrarch of Galilee, that his brother Philip is tetrarch of the region. We find all these details about the Romans and about the kings of Israel and also about the religious leaders. We hear about Annas and Caiaphas. And our pastor in our church gave a wonderful rendition of why Luke would do that. He, tells, he told us that Annas was an older priest and that Caiaphas was the uh, son-in-law, but that Annas was really powerful. And so he's still named, even though he should have been retired by this point. But in all of that context about the workings of the world, we find that the word of God came to John, the son of Zechariah in the desert. Friends, I am moved by that statement that the word of God will come to a lonely figure outside of all the power structures of the world, all of them, that somebody that is wearing camel skin and feeding on grasshoppers and honey and inviting others to repentance is going to be the one that receives the word of God. And John goes through the region preaching this repentance to you and me today, asking us to be mindful of our sinfulness, of how we have been forgiven by our wonderful God, and asking us to prepare the way. So this is going to be the theme of the second week of Advent. If the first week asked us to watch, to peel those veils from our eyes so we can see as God sees, now we are going to be in preparation mode. Now that we see the way, we want to make the path straight. 
We want to make the winding road straight. We want to make the rough way smooth so that we can prepare our homes, our workplaces, our hearts for the Lord to come. In Philippians 1, we find that praying with joy, being confident that what God has begun in us, he will complete that the work that he has done and he's doing for your husband, for your child, for your friend, for your boss, that you really are praying for and that you really want to see the fruit. Friends, let us be trusting that if you want it, the Lord wants this, wants this all the more. I was awoken last night at 4 42. And I couldn't go back to sleep. So I opened my Bible to John 4.42 and Luke 4.42. And then not really remembering that Mark and Matthew don't have 4.42. At some other point of the day, I thought, I wonder what they had. And interestingly, I had received my message from Luke and from John that we are going to see the salvation of the Lord and we are going to see those that we are praying for, praising God, coming into the fold, being the ones at the front of the pack proclaiming the Lord's salvation. So do not give up, my friend. Be confident that the one who began a good work in all of those people around your spouse, your worst enemy, the, word, the Lord will continue to complete it until the day that Jesus comes. So let us go to the Psalm of the Day 126, reminding ourselves of the great things the Lord has done for us and be filled with joy, the expectation that John the Baptist had in the desert that the Lord has done great things for us and that we are remembering as we wait in joyful expectation for the Lord to continue this work in those around us for whom we are praying. In the first reading of today, we have Baruch chapter 5. And the Lord says, Jerusalem, take off your robe of mourning and misery. So if you are feeling my goodness, in my finances, in my health, in my marriage, with my friendships, in my workplace, I am in mourning. Put that aside and tell the stories of victory of other times in your life. Wrapped in a cloak of justice from the Lord, for God will show all the earth the splendor of his name with peace and justice as we come to God to worship him for his glory. And the prophet says, Up, Jerusalem, stand upon the heights, look to the east and see your children gather from the east to the west at the word of the Holy One, rejoicing that they are remembered by God. Maybe today you and I are the ones praying for that person that really needs God's presence. But the Lord is praying for them with us. 
because we know the Holy Spirit groans from within each one of us. The Lord today invites us, leads us into joy, into the light of the nations. So as we hear the voice of St. John the Baptist in the desert, asking us to repent, friends, let us hear that small voice that speaks to us and let us know that the Lord goes before us always. Let us go to the throne. Lord, prepare the way in our hearts. Straighten the paths that are crooked, Father. Bind to the foot of the cross, Father, anything in our lives that needs the presence of the Lord, that needs his precious blood shed in the midst of difficulties, in the midst of sickness, in the midst of discord or division. As we prepare our hearts for the arrival of Jesus, Father, help us to praise you, to worship you, to adore you, and to give you thanks. We cover ourselves and all our precious beloved ones in the blood of Jesus as we intercede. And we always pray, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hello, this is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and I welcome you to this inner room. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the inner room, Emotions in the Bible. And we would love to hear your questions, your ideas, or your comments. Thank you for joining us today.